This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hello, everybody. This is Sean Daly. And today is another installment of Green Talk Radio from GreenLivingIdeas.com, and I'm really excited to have a uh, local business person on the program with me to discuss the topic of uh, green banners for companies in their marketing efforts. His name is Don Jackson, and he is the owner of a company called Green Banners. He's also a photographer. Uh, Don, welcome to the program. Hey, great to be here, Sean. Thank you very much. So a mutual friend of ours uh, introduced us, uh, a guy named Alan Hardman. I believe was the first person that, that um, made the introduction. That's correct. Yeah, and uh, Alan is an old client of mine and a friend and good guy all around, um, and uh, also an author of. Uh, for those of you who are interested in, um, uh, you know, uh, self improvement and uh, or the Toltec ways of wisdom, uh, he's a he's a famous author. And Don, or sorry, Alan rather had mentioned to me about what you were doing. He's like, oh, you've got to talk to Don because he is doing a business based on uh, printing green banners. He's one the first, I think, in the country. Uh, who's really made a business out of, um, you know, turning banners and using um, green materials and green processes and, and such and has a photographic um, background. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got the idea and maybe and also how that evolved from your photography background? Great. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, and Alan's a great guy. I just spent two weeks in Mexico doing photography with him with one of his workshops, and he's just fabulous. So anybody has any interest, I recommend it. Um, the, the whole banner biz started... Uh, more evolutionary than revolutionary uh, as an extension of my photography business and I do fine art printing I had a client photo client that asked me to do some banners for them I said well gosh I guess I could do that I do big prints and so I checked with the largest national wholesaler for banner material and got the right stuff and you know made one I went wow this stuff really stinks and it turns out it's made out of vinyl and it was outgassing mm-hmm. and I said boy something's wrong with this and I was pretty naive about it at the time. And then I printed some banners for a, a local client, and they went, oh, vinyl. You know, one of the other people in the client, <coughs> in the uh, staff, and I said, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, I need to look at this. So I, with some prompting from them and some other clients encouraging me to find another solution, I was surprised there was nobody in the country focusing on uh, environmentally friendly signage which seems exciting and appalling at the same time. <laughs> yes, opportunity and problem all in one. Yeah, so then I searched and searched and searched and found the material. And, you know, when you, when you talk about a green product or a green process, it, it becomes splitting hairs. Well, is this more green than that? Or, and, and trying to differentiate that uh, example would be one of my products is a recycled polypropylene which is a food-grade plastic, unlike vinyl, so it doesn't outgas, doesn't have the toxic properties of vinyl. And it's also recyclable, which vinyl is not either. So here's a product that is a petroleum-based product, but it's already recycled and recyclable, and it's non-toxic in that sense. 
do I go with cotton that that's difficult to use outdoors if there's weather and the whole process of the pesticides for cotton production and things like that, mm -hmm. how do you weigh those and equate those? It, it becomes really tricky. Yeah, it sure is. It's all relative, right? I mean, any anything is probably better than off-gassing vinyl, but then you start getting into it, and, and there's degrees of greenness. Yeah, right. And and the, the true enemy is vinyl, and clearly all the other stuff, you know, there's so many other products that are in a whole separate league compared to that, so... Any one of those is a good product. So, so what, what did you end up choosing, uh, or what or did you make more than one choice? I, I give people choices. I try to inform them about all the properties of the different materials. Polypropylene is is the most common because it's the most versatile. Um, you can use it indoors. It prints beautifully. It has a beautiful matte finish. It's very flat, unlike vinyl, which has kind of a wavy texture um, and has that. A nice garage sale look to it. By the time you hem it and put grommets in, and has that plasticky look, mm -hmm. where this material doesn't require any hemming, and we use a poly flat uh, grommet, so it has, it looks very very nice, and it prints like a fine art matte finish print. You know, one of the things that, in my opinion, is going to change, and this is, you know, consumer perception changes with the culture. And so I think that just as things that maybe before looked good, uh, I think I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, in terms of people's consciousness, that they start looking at vinyl and going, that's not cool. Whereas, you know, a shiny vinyl maybe in the past was like, oh, that's what I want for my corporate look. But now it's sort of what you're, you're advertising is your complete lack of consciousness. Um, now, I have to forgive people based on, the, you know, the, the lack of availability. I understand that, you know, as you discovered, it was a business opportunity that that maybe hasn't been an opportunity um, with a lot of marketing materials. And I've run into this myself, but, but certainly I think what, what may happen, and I hope we'll see happen, is that the perception will change where people will start seeing what may have in the past been considered something that was less desirable becoming more desirable because of its social consciousness. Oh, I, I agree. And also it's an education thing on my part. I, I try to have a no guilt uh, um, discussion with people like, look, I, I know you have a vinyl banner, but for the most part, that's the only choice you knew back then. And things are different now. So now you have a choice. You have green choices. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's nice. It's nice. And I, I applaud you for your uh, vision there in, in this area. Again, I said that we've run into this. This is very, when I heard about the idea from Alan and what you were doing, I was intrigued because you know, we have, as, as a company, we have to market and promote ourselves and, you know, go to trade shows and things like that, produce business cards, you know, all the things that are sort of obligatory. I mean, we, we stay as electronic as possible because that's certainly very green, but, you know, sometimes you're forced into the uh, old media world, as it were, right? And and we found it really challenging to find a lot of choices with certain types of materials, um, you know, postcards and, and business cards. I mean, they're, they're, they exist and they're out there, but sometimes you would think, I, I guess one would think that there would be a larger array of choices than there really are in some cases. Yeah, and the more that we even take a step in the right direction, even though we may not have an ultimate solution now, the the larger the industry goes green in, say, the banners or any other industry, the more dollars that are at stake for the manufacturers, the more they're going to get sucked in by vacuum 
if they aren't in the leadership already, they're going to want a piece of that action. Yeah, definitely. Well, and you know, you have first mover advantage, um, and that's a good thing. And I mean, and you probably, I don't know if you've already run into it or, you know, if it's on the horizon, but uh, at some point, uh, I think it's, it's, it's clearly a sound uh, idea that has a market behind it. And so I think, you know, imitations is the sincerest form of flattery, even though when it comes in the form of competition from a business standpoint, it doesn't always feel good. I, I imagine that probably a lot of companies are going to jump into this. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, another thing that we bring that's a little unique, too, is we don't come from a sign uh, printing background. We come from a fine art background. Mm-hmm. So we not only bring a green aspect, uh, we bring a fine art aspect. And for some people, it's, it's the person who wants the one-color vinyl banner, you know, saying sale. You know, that's not our market, although we like to green everybody. But the people that want full-on photo quality graphics um, in a green manner, boy, they really appreciate what we're doing. And that's, that's really our clientele. Yeah. So I'm curious about the specifics. Tell, can you tell me about um, the, the kinds of inks you're using? Yeah, we're using a water-based pigment ink. Um, unlike typical sign company uh, banners, um, the big guys are all using... Um, well, not all of them, but a majority of them are using solvent-based inks. Okay. So, which is a, a really nasty ink that they have to have big hoods and ventilation and, you know, big um, high-power consumption machines. And, you know, it's a really big business. Um, but they can use really inexpensive material that doesn't have any special coatings or anything. And they use this ink and they just, you know, slap them through. So their cost of producing things is way less than mine. Mm-hmm. But environmentally, it's way higher. We're actually a, a zero carbon footprint production facility here. So we use very little power and uh, very, very little waste. How, how have you achieved that? Not to change the topic, but I'm curious about how you achieved that, uh, the zero carbon footprint. Well, one of our processes are, are very low power consumption. The printers, instead of drawing thousands and thousands of watts of the, like the big ones might our printers actually draw 165 watts in full full production so they're just very efficient printers in that way plus we've gone to extent to we use uh, compact fluorescent and led lighting mm-hmm. um, we have an efficient design like i'm in the the uh, production facility right now and it's nice and bright and we have zero lights on in the whole building it's great. I'm I'm the uh, I'm the light Nazi around here too. I flick the switches off as I walk down the hallway. I need to get one of those automated systems. It'd be a lot easier, but <clears throat> it works for now. Yeah. So so I'm also just jumping back to the inks in, in traditional uh, banner printing, and you mentioned the the process that that a traditional facility uses is the danger or the the environmental danger and impact related to the actual end product of the ink itself or the off-gassing or the byproducts of that process, or is it both? Um, you know, I'm not an expert on that, but I know that the the, the solvent inks are, are, I've been told that they're toxic, and mm-hmm. also there is off-gassing in that process. Um, so, you know, the whole ventilation systems and all that stuff, well, great, you got ventilation, but where's that stuff going? It's going out into the ozone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, where we don't have any of those issues, um, which is really nice. That's great. <clears throat> Very cool. So um, what, So also, I mean, you talked about the artistic side of this, which is it's a great, I think it's just an extra bonus that most people wouldn't uh, expect um, as, you know, in working with a company that was more sort of centered around the sustainability factor. But what, what would you say that makes your banners really f- like fine art quality? Well, uh, the, the equipment we use is state-of-the-art 
fine art quality printing equipment rather than made for ultimate speed uh, we're made for ultimate quality most sign shops would use a or banner shops would use a four color or six color printer uh, most are four color four different colors of ink um, we use a 12 color ink process so we have a wider range of colors we can print and these are the same printers I do museum quality fine art prints for for uh, myself and other photographers and the painters so it's good if it's good enough for those guys it's good enough for a business and their standard uh, banner for a trade show or something absolutely and, and you know as I said earlier it's a little overkill for the for some of the the um, less critical graphics on um, in the in the banner industry, but for the people that really appreciate it, they really want great color. And I get calls from clients to get their banners to go, "Wow, I can't believe how great this looks." That's great. And and so I'm just curious on the um, on the cost side. What would be a typical, if there is a typical, uh, a, a premium that one would pay or a business would pay to have a green banner versus, say, a standard banner from you know Fast Signs or whoever it is? Yeah, that's a common <laughs> question. And, you know, people somewhat assume in a lot of other areas that are green, you have to pay a little extra. We wanted to bring greenness to the, to the banner biz and also fine art at the same time. And we're price competitive. That's great. So, so I mean, you know, in terms of a percentage on a typical, <clears throat> again, if such a thing exists on a typical job or quote, you know, what would you expect? Is it like a 50% premium or 100% or 20%? <laughs> oh, I, I would say, depending upon the material, um, if we're head-to-head with the same material, um, we can be straight up, we might even be less than some competitors, really? and, you know, max maybe 20%, depending upon the configuration. Oh, that's great. Well, I mean, that's that's very reasonable, considering what a lot of the, the, the premium associated with a lot of uh, eco-friendly options out there are. Oh, oh yeah. You know, where we can't compete is somebody needs 50,000 banners. Right. Um, and they're they're comparing it to a, a solvent-based process where they can print on material that costs us a tenth of what ours cost. There's no way I can compete with that, and sure. I, I'm not looking for that market. Sure, that makes that makes sense. I'd uh, love that market to go green. Right, in in whatever way, yeah. But that uh, yeah, that's another sort of strata, I suppose, in terms of production. Yeah, and that's one of the things I'm considering. Like, what's next? You know, for green <laughs> banners, is it? Do I go around and green all the other banner printers? Or, you know, is that a project I want to take on or make that available to other people? Or, you know, what, what's my legacy in this? What do I want to, what's the bigger picture? Right, right. Where, where, where do you make the most impact, positive impact? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, not that I'm any kind of a career counselor, but, uh, you know, I've, one of the things that occurred to me as you were saying that was, you know, providing a sort of, uh, you know, eco-consulting. In fact, I was just talking to an eco-coach who coaches businesses on going green with their processes and employees and such. And, uh, uh, and we were talking to her and that I was thinking something like that, but in the, you know, in the print industry, uh, or, or the, you know, uh, even just the banner industry is somebody who's walked that road and, and can provide insight as to maybe how they can improve their processes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let, let me know if anything happens with that. And in, in the meantime, we'll be definitely watch, continuing to watch, uh, what you're doing with, with green banners. Um, <clears throat> just switching gears a little bit. Um, what, can you tell us about biodegradability as it relates to these banners? Yeah. Um, and that's an interesting, um, subject because tie that with competition there's there's a, a couple of companies that are using 
biodegradable materials and calling it a green process, and yet it's vinyl. So it's still toxic to manufacture and to use, and it takes, I think they stated, five years in ideal conditions in a landfill before it degrades if there's particular enzymes present. And I'm not clear on what it, what it degrades to if all that toxicity magically goes away because there's some enzymes present. or um, So our products aren't biodegradable. Some are, some aren't. The polypropylene is not, but it's recyclable. It's polypropylene, uh, it's curbside 5, and um, the cotton, of course, is biodegradable, and so is the canvas. And we're actually uh, looking at, at sampling some hemp here real quick. I'd love to be printing on hemp, and I just got some information on bamboo. Interesting, bamboo. I hadn't heard about that. The hemp definitely makes a lot of sense. We were just talking to Manitoba Harvest, who is actually a hemp food manufacturer, about, about uh, that product. And, uh, you know, obviously it's very, very sustainable and has many, many different uses. So uh, very, very interesting. You know, and we're actually going to take a break right here to take a quick uh, commercial break. And then we will be right back with Don Jackson from Green Banners. Listen to Living Green, Effortless Ecology for Everyday People, a weekly online audio program featuring champions of sustainable living at personallifemedia.com. Okay, and we are back with Don Jackson from Green Banners at greenbanners.com. And uh, Don is the owner, and we're talking today about uh, the well, really, the market that, that really you've invented uh, or come up with, which is uh, sustainable printing of banners uh, for you know marketing materials and, and other uses in, in businesses. And I think we were just talking about the, the materials and biodegradability. Um, I didn't know if you had anything else you wanted to say on that before we sort of switch on to the next question. Was there anything you didn't get to cover? Yeah, you know, I like the fact that say the polypropylene is actually recyclable. I think it's a more direct process in waiting for three to five years for a toxic vinyl banner to only the special ones of the built-in enzymes that will actually degrade in a landfill. It just seems like a, a, a better reusability path, and whether or not that that vinyl banner actually gets recycled or not, or actually uh, decomposes, uh, biodegrades, it's hard to say. So, it, it kind of requires studies behind some of these things to really know all of the... Yeah. So I'm curious about, what about outdoor use of the banners? Um, it's great. do it all the time. And the polypropylene is, I wouldn't call it waterproof, um, just from a legal standpoint, but uh, it's virtually waterproof. And I don't think I'd put it underwater for months. <laughs> okay. I don't think it would, it would hold up. But using outdoors in the rain, the inks are, even though they're water-based, they are um, water-resistant. So... We've had banners up for months and months outdoors and through the winter and, and not had any problem. So any Atlanteans uh, that are maybe considering any underwater trade shows should not apply to this, but everybody else can probably. And, and actually for them, we, we <laughs> might do a, an eco-clear coating over both sides of the banner and the edges. <laughs> there you go. And uh, of course it would be for a short-term use. <laughs> right. But, and our other materials, such as the cotton and the canvas, are less water proof or water resistant um, for, for you know if they're in fog or a little drizzle that might be okay but if you're in a downpour the cotton would eventually absorb the water 
unless we substantially coat it with a water-based eco-friendly coating, which is certainly possible as well. Okay, good. Um, and I, another question I had for you about was your market right now. Um, I know that you're here in Sonoma County with us. We're in Santa Rosa and you're in Forestville, which isn't too far away. Is that your market? Is just regional or statewide or have you gone national? Uh, Sonoma County is a very small market for me uh, in terms of my overall market. Uh, more than half of my materials get sent to the East Coast, my banners. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, you know, they're throughout the United States. And uh, it's a very small percentage that I actually uh, do here in Sonoma County. Interesting. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about your, if you don't mind me asking about sort of your marketing for those people who are, you know, ecopreneurs out there, eco-entrepreneurs uh, that are, are looking to start businesses like this. Have you achieved most of the recognition through traditional media or has it been through like, you know, Google searching and search engine optimization and getting on the radar screen that way? pretty guerrilla marketing um, you know it's been an offshoot of my uh, photography business and I, and I wanted to offer it and I, and I knew it was a big market but I wasn't sure how aggressively I wanted to pursue it so um, after seeing that greenbanners.com wasn't registered as a website I, I uh, snagged that and two days later had a website up thanks to Stacia Graphics and Green and uh, Ever since then, it's been really grassroots. I joined Co-op America Business Network and became a certified green business through Co-op America. And that's been primarily my my main focus for, for advertising, uh, which has been really minimal and really grassroots and word of mouth. And uh, it's spread nationally. And uh, then Google has me at number one on their uh, non-paid search engine. So uh, if you uh, Google green banners or environmentally friendly banners, I often come up first. That's great. And, well, congratulations uh, on that. Yeah, thanks. Through no search engine optimization or anything else, so um, it's, it's working out pretty well. That's great. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, and then I've got another question for Don Jackson of Green Banners, and we will be right back. Thanks, everybody. Listen to Just for Women, Dating, Relationships, and Sex, a weekly internet audio program from personallifemedia.com. Fresh inspiration and expanded relationship options for today's woman. All right, and we are back talking about green banners for businesses and forever whoever else might be interested in printing banners and I'm talking to Don Jackson who is the owner of Green Banners greenbanners.com Don I guess just one other question I had for you today before we conclude is just um, about your production of, of the banners can you tell us about wh- where you're actually doing that is that are you outsourcing that are you doing it in house well, the beauty is we do it all here you know start to finish the only thing we don't do is produce produce the substrates, the actual material that gets printed on, you know, that comes from a big mill, but uh, um, everything's done here, shipped out of Forestville, we, we do a lot of uh, FedEx and, and uh, ship them all over the country, and uh, we, do, we do local delivery, and and, uh, and it seems like our Sonoma County clientele is building, but uh, again, it's, we'll, we'll see what happens. 
Well, you know, I just think this is a great story and it's a great example of, you know, here we, we're in a time of there's a lot of fearfulness around jobs going overseas and, and the need for manufacturing to occur in places like China to compete on costs and everything. And what I'm hearing from you is that you, you, you started a business in green, you leveraged your existing, the existing knowledge. You started without even going crazy with like SEO and all these things that people dump tons of money into. Um, you were able to effectively market your business, get a na- nationwide audience profitable product that you're price competitive on a green certified business and you're you're producing it locally keeping jobs in sonoma county and all of that i mean it's a great story you know i mean both in terms of the national economy as well as in terms of sustainability you know it's worked well and it's been a, a real natural evolution and without all the big corporate uh structure and surroundings and all those kinds of things which i've i've been there done that and I really love it. And also, you know, if people call up, I'm probably the one they're going to talk to on the phone. And I can spend time with them and give them guidance. I just had somebody call for a trade show that needed a banner, and they were going to get a small one and put it in the front. And I talked to them about their trade show booth and how they're designing it and the flow of people coming in. And, you know, partly I want to be part of their success. Yeah. I want to help them be successful. That's where the fun is in, for me, um, rather than just, great, here's the order got it off the web, print it, send it out, and I have no relationship with people. No, oh, you're still in, you're enjoying the business, which is the, the only way to go, in my opinion. Enjoying your work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to be part of the solution that people are doing. I want to help them what they're up to and where they're going. And, and the most of the people that I work with are somehow connected to some form of a green business. And they are just wonderful people. Well, that's great. Again, it's a very inspiring story, and we, we wish you much continued success with Green Banners and anything else you might do, and maybe that consulting gig we talked about if you decide to do that. Yeah. Yeah, great. Well, my guest today has been Don Jackson. He's the owner of Green Banners. You can find them online at greenbanners.com, and they produce, as you might guess, sustainable and green banners. And uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show with us today, Don. Thanks for being with us. It's been great, Sean. Thank you so much, and thanks for Green Living Ideas. Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com. 